0: Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey, guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off, too.
1: This is Mouthing Off with Olivia.
0: Okay, doing another... Bachelor-centric podcast today with Ashley Frazier. Hi. This is super exciting. I just recorded with Desiree, so. Oh, you did? How did that go? She's great. We're doing a full Sean Lowe, you know, deal. Rundown? Yeah let's get started. I mixed in some Facebook questions and some of my own. Who was Ashley before going on The Bachelor?
1: You know, I don't know that anyone's ever even asked me that. That's a shame. <laughs> Let me go back and see if I can remember that far back. I've had a child since then. So mom brain is a real thing. So I did medical sales for a very, very long time. Okay. And just kind of got over working in the corporate world and decided to start out start my own business and venture out so I opened a personal organizing company Mm -hmm. then I went on the show and then after that you know that's when the blogging world just hit the ground running and so I've been doing that ever since but before that you know just going out having fun with my friends You know, the use. And then someone said, can she talk
0: more about her experience in the foster care system? Any advice yeah. for people who want to become foster parents?
1: Oh, that's really good. Yeah. I think my best advice is if you're going to adopt and when you do, I think it's so important. For whatever reason, lately, this has been brought up so much right. is to let the kids know. So many parents write me and they say, should I tell them? Should I tell them? I'm like, Yes. They should absolutely know from the day one so that age appropriate, they can gather themselves together Mm -hmm. and become a young adult and a human out in society with this knowledge that they can either help other people or whatever the situation is. But I think that that would be my best advice is to do it. It's a wonderful experience and there's so many children out there that need homes and, Um, my personal experience, I mean, I do share it on my social media Mm -hmm. and I'm always open about it. So if there's specific questions, people can always ask me, email me, DM me. And, um, I always try to give my best advice to that stuff, but yeah, it's interesting. Would you say you had a good experience? Yeah, I would. I mean, there were a lot of memories that I have. I wasn't adopted until I was six and Mm -hmm. so I was older. So there's all those memories. Um, and I was in foster homes. So You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes along with that. But um, yeah, I do because I had amazing mom and dad who adopted me. So I was lucky in that sense. I'm glad
0: that you had that.
1: Thank you. Why did you want to go on the show? How did that come about? Yeah, that's another good question. I think I was just complacent in life. You know, there wasn't really much going on um, for probably one of the very few times in my life I wasn't in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, you know, my friend signed me up. Why not? I'll do this. I'll try it, check it out, see what what happens. And I knew that it was going to be Sean. So that just made it an easy decision.
0: So you were interested in Sean. You? Yeah. Okay. Got it. By the way, everyone, Ashley was on Sean's season of The Bachelor, which I alluded to this uh, before. And then you were also on Bachelor in Paradise, what season was it? The first one. One. Oh. Yeah. We will talk about B.I.P. after we go through Sean's season, <laughs> all that stuff. You answered the question, which was you wanted The Bachelor to be Sean. As you get out of the limo and you kind of have your talk and then you go into the mansion, what was your first impression of him?
1: I don't know. I think you're just so overwhelmed that mm-hmm. to have a first impression is just like, I don't know. It's just you're kind of just going with the emotions. Right. And. So you don't really get a genuine sense of a first impression, you know, because you don't get to sit and talk and have a glass of wine together. So it's kind of hard to, to judge just based on that. But we did sit down and talk that night, and I thought he was very open. And we did talk about my adoption. He brought up his sister, was adopting. So we bonded on that. And so that was more so what I would say my first impression was is
0: Good conversation
1: yeah yeah and family that was a big that was a big thing that I noticed with him
0: and what did you think of Sean giving out several
1: roses the first night I you know it didn't bother me okay no I thought it was cool you know I think you always got to change it up a little bit and at the end of the day you're still filming the show and so why not change it up I mean if you like someone and someone else sparks your interest too I think it's a good idea especially you know when the when you have the one rose
0: out and it goes to one person it's like okay that person was just stellar but if it goes to like I don't know 10 people and you're not one of the 10 I'm like yeah I really suck like oh
1: no I know he
0: really doesn't like me
1: Either that, or you know, he's just trying to break the ice and make it easy for everyone. You know,
0: I'm just surprised that hasn't been done since then. Maybe it was no, yeah, yeah, interesting. I
1: like that idea, though. I like giving it out. It kind of doesn't. It takes the pressure off that one person too. But I didn't get one, so that must have been
0: like, ugh. Why was I one of the ten or whatever? You know that. Yeah, sure. I
1: remember how many he gave out, but
0: but that's funny because then a lot of people would say probably that you were a front runner from mm-hmm. the very beginning, and but mm-hmm. you didn't get one of his first roses. So that's just kind of yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess for whatever reason, other girls stood out a little bit more mm-hmm. from the very beginning.
0: But did you think that you were a front runner? I mean, a lot of people the first night think, oh, I'm, uh, there's a chance I'm going home. Like, did you think at all that you were going home? I have to be honest, I
1: really didn't. I thought, you know, he would want to get to know me and our conversation went really well. And so I felt pretty confident. Mm -hmm. And then as the show went on, you know, he gave me reassurance of like, you're not going anywhere kind of stuff. And so I was fairly confident throughout the season. Mm. And then I noticed how different I was from all the other girls. So Selma and I were girly, girly. And so I thought if this is his type, then I'm, I'm going to make it far because I wasn't a tomboy, you know, did my makeup, did my hair, cared about all this stuff. And most of the girls were just a little bit more, I don't know, I I don't want to say tomboy, but they were more like rough and tough, could go outside right. and do all those climbing, hiking stuff that I was like, mm, not so much. Did it make you nervous at all that a majority of the girls were that way? It didn't, it didn't click until after. I was like, wait a minute. Towards the end of the show, I'm like, wow, I was really different than a lot of those girls. But you don't know that at first. Right. You know, it takes you being in the house to realize like, wow, I'm really different than these girls. <laughs> this but I, looks a little
0: different than. But I
1: thought that's why he was kept keeping me around was because I was the different one. True. Or at least that's how I felt about it.
0: You rationalize things very interestingly. Yeah. For sure. sure. You've said that your season was, I guess the word is pretty calm, that the girls really (laughs) didn't drink that much and there wasn't a lot of drama. So did you ever get the sense that production had to really, like, get creative, pull stuff out of people
1: at all? Yeah, I I think so. I mean, you know, they feed you stuff. You've been there, you know. They feed you a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, on that, on that topic, going to bachelor in paradise, they definitely pulled that on me in in paradise. And they were, you know, you need to talk to her. You need to, you know, she's saying stuff and it's going to hurt you and it's going to make you look bad if you don't address it kind of. And it's like, yeah, but it, I don't care about it. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. And so you you realize what they're doing. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's a show and it's a creative show. And that's what it is. So, I mean, yes, people find love and you make friends. But at the end of the day, it's still a creative show.
0: What was the most, I don't know, alarming thing to learn upon your first time doing a reality show? Like what was something that you thought, oh, I had no idea it was going to be like this?
1: I think so much of it being produced, you know. I, I guess I didn't realize, I, I wasn't into it enough to realize the patterns mm-hmm. on every single season. And so, you know, I guess I didn't know what to expect in that sense. And so there is a lot of production that goes into it and a lot of like planning and sneaking. And he said and she said. And, <clears throat> you know, the producers behind the scenes would be like, okay, I can't tell you this, but Sean said, I heard <laughs> And it's like, did he really say that? Or are you just feeding
0: that to me? But in the moment, did you? I'm sure you believe that. You
1: do because there's no other outsource to clear your mind. You're so wrapped up in what you're living in the moment because there's nothing else out there in the world because you're so secluded in this journey, you know? So. Yep. Yeah, you do. You believe it. You're like, wow, really? He, he does like me? Okay. And you think, wow, the, the producers and everybody really are my friends. But really, they're just doing their job. You know, it would be a hard job for me. I wouldn't be able to manipulate like that. Well, it was,
0: it was so crazy because I went to Ashley and Jared's wedding, uh, which was beautiful. Um, oh, yeah. But anyway, the, every producer was there. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, seeing them outside of that world is almost a little bit weird.
1: I'm like, yeah, you guys are real people. <laughs> oh, right. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. Just weird. I had one of them tell me who doesn't work for the show anymore, but what told me whenever I was getting ready to leave is just play the game, play along. Mm. So <clears throat> I think that's why Ashley's done really well is because she has stayed in mm-hmm. the business and I kind of chose to venture out and yeah. you know, do my own thing and not really, stay in that world just a personal no reason why just personal decision right you know? yeah and um and i think that's why you know a lot of people were there and it
0: was everybody and i was like yeah. whoa this is crazy yeah this is yeah this is a little meta for me <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of maybe kind of people who are probably mad at producers tiara is probably one of those people <laughs> Um or at least embarrassed, and wanted to also remove herself, so let's talk yeah. a little bit about Tierra in that little fight that you guys had, or <laughs> I don't know argument. you had said that you I liked you from day one, yeah, so what did you like about her? Did you have moments with her that we we didn't see from the beginning?
1: Yeah, we shared the room together at the very beginning, and uh, we just bonded. I don't really even know why we just did thought she was a pretty girl, she was really sweet. Mm-hmm. But then as the days went on, I just felt like she was being a little crude to people and rude and not very friendly. And I heard the chatter. So I would tell her, hey girl, we've got to get it together. You can't be like that to people. And she's like, I'm not here to make friends. I understand that, but you're on camera. And I tried to tell her, but she didn't want anything to do with it. And then I think at one point I just realized you know, this girl's just not being very nice to everybody, and I don't know. You just kind of have to get to a point where you just separate it, and you're like, you know what, let's just move on, because this yeah. is not good. For- and I don't really, I didn't want to get involved. Were you pressured to get involved? No, but if you like someone, and someone's your friend, you kind of want to watch out for them and say, all right, girl, here's here's what's happening. Here's what's being said. Watch out, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when you keep doing it, it's like, okay wait a minute here.
0: So you you were the one to kind of sit her down and say, this is what we're we're thinking and feeling about you. Were you kind of nominated
1: because you were friends with her? No, no. I mean, I felt like a lot of the girls did come to me about stuff because they knew I was friends with her. But, you know, and I try to do it off camera because it's it's a real you're a real human at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I didn't want her to go through that of what I felt like could happen. And so, I don't know, I just tried to watch watch out for her. But, it, you know, you make your bed and you, you got to lie in it, you know. It seems like, at least
0: from what aired, the crux of the issue was, you know, her not saying good morning and her eyebrow. Clearly that wasn't the main problem, though. What was the problem?
1: Yeah, I think it was just more that, you know, just staring at people, not engaging, you know, you don't have to be best friends with everybody, but you have to get along. Right. You know, that's with anything in life. You, You don't have to be their friend, but you need to try to get along, you know.
0: I just love that it became her eyebrow. That's just hilarious. Oh,
1: the eyebrow because she would just just raise it at people oh it's funny i think it had its own twitter or something like that oh
0: it did i think i followed it
1: (laughs) oh that's great i love it i just thought
0: it was the funniest thing in the world that is really good someone wanted to know who your best friend in the house was and uh, who you still talk to from that season
1: yeah, definitely Selma. That's my ride or die. Love that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, of which she's pregnant and gonna have a baby yeah. soon. That's so exciting. Um, she was definitely my best friend. Again, it's just because we were both really girly girls and could share the fashion talk. And we were older than the girl, the other girls, mm-hmm. and so you just bonded just based on that kind of thing, right? Did you
0: girls talk about the dates? Did you talk about your feelings for Sean with each other?
1: Uh, Not really. I think everybody was pretty respectful. You know, I have to say it was probably one of the calmest seasons, you know, (laughs) especially now. I feel like it's getting really intense. But um, no, everybody was really respectful. If someone asked, sure. But Mm -hmm. and maybe there was some chat, you know, off camera that I didn't really know about because, of course, I did it with some of the girls, you know, off camera just to share real feelings. But, yeah, I think everybody was really respectful and Mm. cared about not no one wants to really hear about someone you like going on a date with somebody else. I don't want to put myself through that.
0: I remember we had to, you know, all you want to do is sleep. You're not sleeping at all. And we had to stay up really late to wait for the person to come home.
1: We're oh, you're eight. like,
0: really? Yeah, and then film this-, this whole, like, how was it? And I'm like, I don't want to do this. One, I yeah. want to go to bed. Two, I don't want to I really, really don't want to hear. Yeah, I don't want to know.
1: I'm Ugh, good. That Thank was you.
0: exhausting.
1: Yeah, Ugh. but I had fear of missing out on everything, so I was always last one to bed, first one up. Really? <laughs> yes, girl. I was okay. up. Like, I liked behind, se- behind the scenes stuff. I wanted to know what was going on. Mm. I wanted to see how everything was working and, you know, think you know, like, hmm, what's happening here? You know, <laughs> I was I was up with art department all the time. You know, <laughs> Ooh, work I like. <laughs> Let's talk about your first
0: date with Sean. Looks like Magic Mountain was rented out, which holy Toledo! That's
1: great. Yeah,
0: Ugh, and you you shared it with those two cute. Were they best friends? Those two girls? Yeah,
1: they lived Aww. across the country from each other and had met online and we're friends and said this was their first time to meet. So that was really sweet. Did you like that Sean invited you for that date? Yeah, I felt like there was an underlying reason why, mm-hmm. because not everyone would have been able to handle that situation. And um, so I think I felt like he he picked that for me, mm-hmm. you know, to go on that. Yeah. Did you feel like you
0: had adequate time with him, even though you were sharing the, the kind of one-on-one date?
1: Um... Yeah, in that sense, yes, because that's what the date was, right? Mm-hmm. So that was just another way to get to see a different side of him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but I will say, like, in the date I remember there were moments where I was like, I don't know. Like he's he chummed it up and, and was joking and playing around with production a lot. Ugh. And so I was like, Okay, well I'm not a part of that. That's awkward. I remember that too. It's like when you go on a first date with someone and then they invite their friends and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's a lot of fun. All the inside jokes and you're like, mm, okay, I'm just going to sit here and, and you know, smile.
0: I have so many memories of, like, you know, after one-on-one time with with Ben, The Bachelor, uh, you know, we'd be going down the elevator together and it would be, like, five producers in the elevator with us. And, you know, they spend all this time together. They, yeah. they have all these... And half of them I've never even seen before, and I'm like, this is so weird. Wait,
1: who are you? Yeah,
0: I wait, just, there's more of you. I just want to be in an elevator with one person, not seven. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. So I'm, it's interesting that you say that because I I never went on a one on one, but I feel like everyone comes back, you know, smitten kitten with the Bachelor. Like, maybe, did you have doubts? You sound like maybe you were like, oh, I don't really know about this.
1: Well, yeah, I have to be honest. When I got back, there was a producer and everyone was asleep. And there was, of course you are, smitten, but it's, but it's a mixed feeling because you have production in your ear beating it in you that this is, this is this thing. He's feeling this, you're feeling this. But then the reality of it is like, wait a minute, there was something I didn't like. There was something that what, like he didn't open my car door for me right off the bat that was a sign and I it, it like my heart was in my stomach because I was like first of all I thought that was filmed and then it then later I was like oh they're not gonna no way air that you know and so there were those little things where I'm like man I don't know so anyway we got back to the house that night and I told the producer and Selma was in the room waiting on me and I was like I don't know I started crying I was like I don't know because the didn't feel right he didn't open my car door they were talking he had all these jokes I kind of felt you know I don't want to say ignored because he definitely wasn't he he is very charming very friendly never was rude about it he just was living his own life and doing his own thing and you know how just kind of like what you were saying they're all together with production all these hours and hours and hours and said that's I don't know did that feeling ever go away for you yeah, yeah. It did. Once I spent more spent more time with him, you know, and he started giving me reassurances like okay, that was just in my head, probably jitters, probably nervous, you know. And he's on camera, he's gotta do everything quote unquote right, you know. I mean he's this Texas Southern boy, probably has to you know, the pressure's on with bachelors and bachelorettes. So, you know, I kinda just chalked it up to that. So
0: by the time you got to the final three, you would say you were, you were all in, you felt oh, really yeah. good.
1: Yeah. I mean, he even told me on our overnight, he was like, don't worry about it. You know, there's nothing. Um, I don't remember exactly how he said it, but it was something like, you know, there, it, there's not, there's nothing between the other girls or something like that,
0: you know? Well, that was my next question, Samantha Elizabeth. And, and I don't know if you can remember exactly, but she said, what did Sean say to her in the fantasy suite that led her to believe that he would pick her. It
1: was whenever we were leaving and um, he was saying bye to me. He was like, I don't want you to worry. You know, just reassuring me, you know, with the other girls, you you know. It wasn't there's no feelings. It was more because there obviously were feelings and I can't imagine, you know. And I think that's what I said. I don't really remember exactly, but I think I said something like that on the Women's Tell tell All. And so he was right when he was like, that's not what I said. Well, yeah, because it wasn't—he didn't have feelings. It was there's nothing between the other ones. So, in other words, you're
0: the one I'm picking,
1: or whatever. There's something between you and I, correct? And so, I just wanted to know about that, and I just had to be honest with my own feelings. And um, I wasn't trying to be mean or ugly or call him out. I thought I was going to get a genuine answer from him, which. I thought he was going to come back and say something along the lines of, I know, I, you know, I was just caught up in the moment. You know, that's what I thought I'd hear. And, and I, I would have been happy with that decision, you know, with that response. But instead, he just denied it. I'm like, oh, no, Sean, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't say that.
0: You know, while you're filming and he he said that he breaks up with you. Did you want to have this talk while filming or were you kind of stewing on it for a few months and then you wanted to address a potential lie with him on women tell all
1: well I didn't yeah of course I didn't know it was a lie um at that point but I didn't really know what I was gonna say I wasn't sure um I was just gonna kind of sit down and, and I guess at some point maybe production had asked me like what are you thinking how are you feeling and I wasn't really sure and then once I started pondering, like what I was feeling and what my questions were for him. That was what kept coming to my mind. And so it's like, I didn't know if I was going to ask or not. But then I felt okay, I, I really honestly felt like he was going to tell me, Mm. you know, I'm I'm sorry, I I didn't mean that.
0: you You thought that he would own up to it.
1: Yeah, I really did. Because he knows he said it. You know, but what I really, the spicy side of me really wanted to say was good luck, Catherine. Oh, cause I knew that he had picked her. So I was like the whole time I'm like, oh my God, bite your tongue, bite your tongue. Because I can be real spicy if I have to be. <laughs> and the whole time I'm like, oh my God, thank God he didn't pick me because
0: now I know he died. So you you were thinking his lie helped you to to move forward or something?
1: Oh, 100%. You know how that is. When you catch someone and you're like, okay, you just made that decision for me, you know? They can never own up to anything. No, 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 no. Bless his heart. I mean, I think maybe he just forgot in that moment and was like, I didn't say that, you know? I'm so sure that that's what happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it has to be. Did production know
0: you were wanting to confront him
1: no 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 no. because i didn't realize it was going to be a com- confronting him but i you know yeah that's why they filmed on the commercials too of course I was, I was like sean I was like you said he's like no he didn't i'm like maybe you just forgot maybe you forgot but you did say it did you ever talk with him post-show have you ever- no 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 i don't get messy like that <laughs> i mean i just if i'm gonna do it it's gonna be live let <laughs> me do it on national television <laughs> But privately, no way. No, 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 no. I would just never. No, no, no.
0: And were you ever in talks to be Bachelorette?
1: Yeah. We talked about it. I think at the end of the day, you know, these are real humans, these are real feelings. And it's just a hard decision to really know that you're going into something and there is misleading. Honestly. I mean that is I've told so many people this. It's just a misleading Thing to do and kudos if you can separate that. I just don't know that I can okay. and I'm a lover and I fall hard and I also worried that maybe my husband wasn't there and the pressure of that or that, you know, what if I love two people? What do you do? But that's like all the rage nowadays on the show. What if you only loved one but you had to fake it the whole time just to keep these people and then I just didn't see that I could do that,
0: you know? That makes complete sense.
1: I think it's also a little bit of fear of, you know, if there's a little bit of fear in there making that commitment to do the bachelorette, you
0: know? It's a job almost. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can
1: pay for it too, So, yeah, technically it is a job. <laughs> it's a job. You're paying me to go find my husband. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's a payday. <laughs> well, then you go on on bachelor in paradise. Mm -hmm. Um, was that a tough decision for you to make or something that you were like, I'm going to go, let's do this. No,
1: I thought, you know, I had so much fun the first time and the way they pitched it was, they didn't really know how the show was going to go at that point. And so I thought, well, wow, we're all just kind of going into this blindly. It'll be fun. And they're like, you're going to be on the beach. You're going to be with other bachelor people. It's nothing like, um, Bachelor pad, because yeah. like I'm not doing competition. Yeah, that's not me. I'm not gonna. I'm not doing that for love, you know. And they wanted to know if there's anyone I was interested in. I was like, oh yeah, there's that. No, there's nobody. And they're like, well, think about it. So then finally, I was like, you know, um oh my gosh, why why is his name slipping my mind? Graham. Thank
0: you very much. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> so cut that part out.
0: <laughs> Keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Graham, uh, so Graham uh, cute. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, oh, he's cute. He seems like a nice guy. We kind of chatted online a couple of times and he was, he was older. So I was like, oh, let's go for that. You know? And so when he was there, I was like, oh, okay. They brought him on here for me. He said he came there for me. And so that's kind of how that started.
0: So Caitlin Nichols wants to know, does she regret how hyper-focused she was on Graham?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Probably. I mean, I guess I felt as if he came in there for me, I came in there for him. And so I didn't want to be rude or mean mm-hmm. to him. Because I I was honest with him and told him I came here for you. And mm-hmm. so I felt, I don't know, I, I wish I would have played along a little bit differently. Because, you know, that's just the game, right? And so yeah, I guess so, but I didn't. I I was more like I don't want to hurt Graham's feelings. Okay. By going on other dates and, you know, venturing out beyond that. So
0: was there anyone though that you thought, oh, I would have maybe gone out with this person?
1: I probably would have gone out with several of them. Okay. Several guys. You know, I. You know, had I not gone on just for one person, you know,
0: you would have played the field a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Why not? And
0: you said you had a few conversations with Graham before the show, which obviously is all the rage now is for everyone to date before. Yeah. So did you know he was coming on, or was it still a surprise when he walked down the stairs? It was still a surprise,
1: yeah. I didn't know for sure.
0: So you and Graham are in a relationship. You commit to each other. And then towards the end of decision day, Michelle, who had, you know, dated Graham, goes to him and says, she's not the right one for you or whatnot. But in the meantime, you had also said that you talked a lot to Michelle about Mm -hmm. your relationship, right?
1: Yeah, we did. I mean, I thought we were friends and she was a confidant, but apparently not.
0: What do you think her view of the whole thing was when she when she was saying bad things about you? Like, why? Why did she say that?
1: You know that there are just some girls out there that are just they love the drama. They love to stir it. And that's Michelle Money. I guess she just wanted to stir it. That or production. I don't really know. I never asked. I just felt like, okay, that's the way it is. If he can fall in line with someone else's opinion and not stand on his own, then, hey, that's that's just the way the cookie's going to crumble, I guess, you know?
0: And were you in a place with him at that time where you thought, I could get engaged to this person? No.
1: Okay. Not, not, not one time ever, no.
0: No. So maybe the breakup wasn't really all that crazy to you anyway.
1: No, it really wasn't. And um, I don't know. It wasn't that bad. I mean, what I don't like is doing it on television. You know, it's just embarrassing. It's hurtful. You know, you think all these people are going to be watching and my feelings are just hurt. And it's just it hits your pride. You know, do you still watch the show? Um, no, but I have it recorded and I'm going to watch this season. I say this every time on my social media. Everybody's like, watch it and review. And I say, okay, I'm going to do it this season. And I never do.
0: Well, I, it's, I still watch. Uh, but I just feel like, I don't know, Bachelor in Paradise has just gone down for me. Like now that everyone's, all of the drama from the show is about things that happen like outside of filming. Like peep, this person dated this person and this person talked to this yeah. person. And I'm like, God, I miss like season one. Was great, obviously, because it was the infant Raw. show. Yeah, uh, season three, I freaking loved it. Was still like everyone was, that was a good one. It was great, but yeah, now I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't know, not yeah. sold on it anymore.
1: Yeah, and you know that they're bringing in this person because they like so they liked them. They were on the list of people to bring in that they liked, yep. and so as soon as they start to like someone, they bring someone else to like. It's it's the whole like you obviously know what's going on.
0: I want to talk about some post-show dating rumors if yeah uh, if that's oh, no. there we go <laughs> deny 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 no. well maybe not for all but I'm sure the one about Chris Harrison mm-hmm. you might deny yeah we're friends your friends Yes, But you did say you did an interview and someone said, who's your celebrity crush? And you said Chris Harrison is cute. So you definitely thought he was. cute. Yes, is
1: right? oh, such a doll. He said he's a Texas boy. So my heart goes to that right, right off the bat. But um, I think we were at one of his events and someone questioned me at he did um, a suit line and we were there and someone had asked me that. And so, yes, I mean, it's just flirty fun. Are you all still friendly or friends? Yeah, actually, I haven't talked to him in quite a while. But, yeah, we'll chat here and there. You know, if he comes in town, sometimes we'll hang out. But now that I'm married and have a baby, oh, gosh, life has just taken a totally different turn. Yes. (laughs)
0: Let's talk about the Brad Womack
1: Mm -hmm. rumors.
0: Did you guys date? We did. You were on Instagram cuddling up together. How did you meet Brad?
1: I met him. Oddly enough, through a friend of mine, um, okay. after I came home from the show, he wanted to introduce us, and so um, we met up. We chatted for the longest time, and okay. then finally met up and dated, had a hot and heavy romance.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's my favorite bachelor of all time. I mine think too. he's freaking awesome, and when he I is. saw that y'all were dating, I was like, girl, get. That's great. He
1: is one of my favorite people in the entire world. Yeah. I mean, he has the kindest heart. He has the greatest intentions. And, you know, just one of those people in the world that are just wonderful. Yeah. You know, he's the charity. He's into helping people. He would do anything for anybody. And um, I just respect him a lot.
0: How long did you guys date? Oh my gosh. I don't
1: even know. I'd have to go back and think. Look Six at the nine time months. stamps. Yeah. <laughs> but why didn't it work out? I don't know. I think we were just in different places in life. Um, Brad does have a temper. Let's let's all admit that at the end of the day. And so I just don't think that was really for me. It was a hard breakup. I'm not gonna lie. It was a really hard breakup. It was was a hard decision. Oh, yeah. Because I cared about him. You know, I, I wanted to have a life with him. But, you know, I also don't like the tension. And I don't like anger and I don't like being around that. I get very uncomfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, it just wasn't something I saw, um, future wise happening, you know,
0: Antonia Anderson said, does Brad have commitment issues?
1: I would say so. Okay. I mean, I would think so. Yeah, I could go on, but I think so. It's sad because he's such a good guy and if he can get past that, he would make a wonderful husband and father, but there's just some deep-rooted stuff that he just has to work out, and, you know, we're all just made differently, and, oh my gosh, I just wish him the best, you know. He's just w- one of those very rare special people in life that you just want everything for, you know, and I want him to be happy and healthy. Yeah. And, prosperous and all those good things.
0: I'm dying to get him on my show and he, he is impossible it. to find.
1: He, he won't do it.
0: Ah,
1: uh, He won't do it. Why? I, he just doesn't want a part of it. You know, it's just not for him. He doesn't, you know, he'll take a picture. He'll smile if you run into him, but that's as far as you're going to get with him.
0: Cause I feel like he, to me, was never like a villainous person. I felt like he looked pretty good on show. He was loved show. by America, yes. He was so wonderful. Why why is he so like, no, done with it? He just
1: doesn't want to be a part of it. You know, it's just a personal preference. He just is over it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like the spotlight. Even though he did it twice, Yeah. he just doesn't want to do it again. Well, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't want to live in that world.
0: So I live in Austin, and I'm always like, am I going to run into him? I feel like everyone has run into him except for me.
1: He's always at Starbucks.
0: Starbucks.
1: I'll tell you offline where. (laughs) You can go post up, and I know his schedule. Maybe I can convince him. (laughs) He's a very regimented person. I can tell you what he's still doing to this day because (laughs) every single day he does the same thing. (laughs)
0: That's great. That's great. Okay. Let me, we'll, we'll talk. I just gotta, I gotta try. I at
1: least have to try. I know. But he might be in Nashville now. I haven't talked to him in forever. He might be in Nashville because they're opening the bar if they haven't already opened it in Nashville.
0: I read about that.
1: I always go to the bar during regular hours. He's probably there.
0: And what about the rumor that you were linked to Michael G? Oh, yeah. We
1: dated for a little bit.
0: Where did that come
1: from? Did Charlene set you guys up? No. Um, Oh, my gosh. Oddly enough, another friend knew him and was like, you've got to meet this guy. We were were going to New York for Fashion Week. Okay. He lived in New York at the time. And we met. Oh, my gosh. We had the best, one of the best first dates I've ever had with him. We had so much fun. And um, we just literally, New York stayed up all night hanging out hopping in a bar is like it was so we had a lot a lot of fun. We had a good time together.
0: Was it just long distance though? It didn't work out. Yeah,
1: it was long distance. Yeah. Who
0: else was there? I think that's it, right? I think that's it. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked you that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you're going to say, "Yeah, no, that's it. I promise." <laughs>
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, no, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's all irrelevant because you're married now. Yeah. Woo-hoo! yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. I know to Aaron. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. I've known Aaron since i was in my early 20s um but again he lived outside of the city and i'm like oh that's not gonna work for me mm-hmm. and but he was so hot so cute but every time he'd come in town we would hang out and spend time together and um i just had the biggest crush on him in a crazy story i don't even know if i've said this to mm-hmm. anybody or in in any interviews but back way when he took me to, his mom was doing a charity event at their house. They had a barn and for their horses. And he took me to the apartment over the barn and overlooked the lake in their backyard, which is where we ended up getting married. And I looked outside with his arms around me on the post. And I said, I'm going to, in my head, I said, I'm going to marry him right there. And I called my sister and I told my sister, I'm going to marry him at their house and she's like okay okay you know fast forward all these years we get engaged we call his mom and you know what she tells me no one knows the story but my sister his mom says you guys should get married at the lake on the lake chills right now telling you this because I'm like and I told her and I told Aaron I was like I I I knew it this whole time I knew it Isn't that crazy how it's just one of those things God does Mm -hmm. sometimes just to confirm you're where you're supposed to be. Right. You know? And
0: did he ever, you know, because you knew him before the show, right? So did he ever watch
1: you or? I don't know if he ever watched. I know he knows that I was on. I know his mom watched.
0: Okay.
1: And, um, or at least she watched some of it because she's chatted with me about that. But, um, I don't know. I know that whenever I came home after he texted me, he was like, Hey celebrity. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, not so much. And everyone just wants to know.
0: So you're still doing your, your blogging and yeah. just what you're up to. You've, you've got a baby now. I know little Navy Lee. What is, where did Navy come from? I love that name.
1: Thank you. Um, we were in Austin at a bar and I don't know who brought it up, but we started talking about kids and family and names. And Mm -hmm. um, we started going down the color wheel and we were like, okay, let's pick a color. And then everyone's Ruby. Everyone's, you know, like all these crazy names. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know an Emerald, but I don't either (laughs) actually sounds like a stripper name, but (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, all these names. And so, I was like, navy. how about that? Oh, gray. You can't have gray gray because then she might be some wild, crazy author, Um, some sexy author. But
0: that's that's cool. (laughs) Money making. Yeah.
1: Right. So um, (laughs) anyway, so Navy and then we it just stuck. And then when I found out I was pregnant, we would tease about, oh, you get the bags and I'll grab Navy. You know, she's not even here yet. And So it just stuck. Navy. And then Lee is my dad's middle name. So my dad's name, I don't know if you know this, but my dad's name is Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Legit Bruce Lee Fraser. No. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm Ashley L-E-E. Okay. And so I just passed that down. Keep passing it. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: He's just a little yummy little cookie. She's so cute. Do you want more kids? Yes. Yeah probably at least one more she needs a partner I think about it all the time I'm like man this girl needs someone to get go through life you need a companion um I mean it'd be great to have one I always said I'd have one but now that she's here I'm like she needs someone to confide in against mommy and daddy you know
0: I loved having a sister I loved being two so that's good
1: Yeah. yeah and then she can travel with him or her or you know right right think about
0: that yeah what's the best thing about being a mom and then the hardest thing about being a mom
1: the hardest thing as it's the morning time I would say nights are the Mm -hmm. hardest um because I want her with me and I hate the crying and it's just so hard and she's such a happy baby she hardly ever ever cries unless she's hungry or tired Mm -hmm. and those nights sometimes are kind of hard so okay nights are hard but not every night just here and there but those nights that are like last night when she's up at that one thirty to 4 15 in the morning you're like oh my god
0: I can't believe you're even on the phone with me right now I'm crazy I know
1: I know I'm gonna go take a nap after this <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the best thing is just watching her grow and learning and I love seeing Aaron with her I like to just pop my head in when he's in the room playing with her reading her a book can't. or but, oh my gosh my heart just explodes you know
0: and what's it like to be a mom in this age of mommy shamers and, and uh, opinions. Do you ever like get afraid of sharing your motherhood
1: journey? No, it is out there and it is mean, but when you're on the bachelor, you get thick skin real quick. And so you learn to deal with it. A couple of times people have gotten to me, but for the most part, you know, I just block and block and shut it out, you know, block you out and I don't have to listen to that, but you know, I'm actually writing a blog post about why others' judgment doesn't bother me because I just don't have time for it. I have a child to raise. I have a husband to, you know, partner with yeah. and take care of a home and a blog Run. I don't have time to sit and mourn the things that people are saying and the nasty, nastiness that's within you and that says something about you and how you were raised if you have the audacity and the nerve to write a new mom or any mom for that matter, or body change someone or have any hatred in your heart, We just I don't have time for it. So. It's so
0: gross. Ugh.
1: It's so, it's like, I don't even entertain it. And it makes me so mad when I see other bloggers commenting back. It's like, just stop. You're don't giving even, them a Yeah. yeah it's just, I don't know. And then the, when you do it, more come. So just don't do it. Yeah, that's a
0: lesson that I've learned is you like, you never win by trying to address the negative uh, people. No,
1: you can't. And you got to live within your own truth. Yeah. Who are you? And be confident with your own decisions. And if something is ever, back to your question, if something's ever. sometimes i don't always think before i post and i just share but this is my life but i try to think about before things before i post it and if it's controversial i just leave it out you know because it's just i don't it just doesn't i don't need to hear it and i don't feel like it hearing it and i don't have time for you you know so and not everything's everyone's business either right
0: well that makes me think when you were on the show Obviously the people weren't getting millions of followers like they are now but I'm sure you yeah. ran into uh, you know social media hate like what, what, did that impact you yeah. at all
1: It did it was hard at first you know yeah. and it's hard to hear your family when your family reads it and then they're calling you and they're upset or your friends are upset because mm-hmm. people are saying this or that That's how you get the thick skin quick because it's so much you're you're inundated with Thousands of nasty comments. I mean, I've heard the worst. Like, your mom should have aborted you. I mean, go kill yourself. Like, who are you?
0: I mean, I heard the same things. It's like it drives me crazy that people hear that thing. But then I also feel better that, you know, we're all in it kind of together in a way. I don't know. It's yeah,
1: weird. no, you're right. Absolutely. You were not alone. <laughs> Let's just. No, say I know. I know. And it's like you wanted all these people ask me all the time. Would you do it again? Would you let your kid? Would you recommend oh, yeah. someone doing it? And I'm like, look, if I know that person, I'll say, OK, you can handle it or you can't handle it. And I tell them, like, they are going to demolish you. Like you're <laughs> going to be destroyed if you go. Your feelings, your heart, you'll be a ball of meth and you'll be why they're filming you, you know? Or I'll yep. say no, you're great. You have thick skin. You can handle it, you know. And that's really what it's about. If you have thick skin and you can handle just a bunch of mean people coming at you because oh. for whatever reason as human beings, that mean stuff sticks. You know, <laughs> it's like I don't know why. It it's this that stuff that
0: you remember, you know. Right. Well, and I'm sure you got hate because no one wants to, you know, really say anything bad about The Bachelor. So when you, oh, sure. when you, uh, you know, came at Sean on Women Tell All, I'm sure everyone came after you.
1: Yeah, it it was hard. I mean, but it was the truth, and so I guess because I knew it was true, mm-hmm. I was less affected by all the mean things. Because I'm, and like that person obviously doesn't know they weren't there, and what really matters is he knows and I know. So in all the world, it doesn't matter because he knows and I know.
0: Last question about Sean. Are you um, not surprised, but did you think that Sean and Catherine would be one of the couples that has still survived this whole
1: franchise? Uh, I'm happy they have. I mean, I think I love a good love story, you know, and even though I was a part of it and I wasn't picked at the end of the day. They have a beautiful family, and they're happy, and they're flourishing, and that at the end of the day is what the show is about, and you know, you you want that for someone. If you care about someone, that's what you want for them, and I cared about him, and I'm glad that he made that choice because it was the right choice for him.
0: Nice way of putting it. Yeah. Okay, Ashley, we'll get you out of your car. She's in the yeah, car.
1: Yeah, no, here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope the AC is on at least.
1: Oh, it's on girl. Oh, it's good. Probably one. So oh, yeah.
0: I know. I know it. Well, <laughs> tell everyone your social media where they should find all, all your things.
1: Oh yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So my blog is Ashley com. Ashley with two E's. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we just did a huge new launch, a new logo, new branding. So awesome. that's really, you know how that is. That's, yeah. that's super oh, exciting. Yeah. Um, when you put all this effort into it and then my blog and, my social media ashleyfrazier.com all across the board yeah and we're building a house and so if people are interested in home building and the process girl we are deep in it right now so and you're still in houston right we're still in Houston. I'm cool. moving to the Burbs. I got to get this girl some land.
0: Well, give Navy um, a little kiss and, thank and you. thanks for chatting. It was so oh, fun. Oh, you're the
1: best. I appreciate it. This was
0: fun. Send me a text with anything about Brad's <laughs> life so I can somehow get him on the podcast. Please. I'll
1: give you his, his um, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. schedule. His <laughs> daily
0: schedule, please. And thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye, honey. All
1: right. I'll <laughs> to you later. Bye. bye.